Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. That is just a fact of life. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Woo! gonna be good! Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Straight up on the Twitch and the camera's down, so we're not doing live video today, but this, of course, is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're often imitated but never duplicated inside. Look into the world of boxing and MMA to an extent. Of course, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host, a four-time Golden Glove champion, award-winning writer, so allegedly, supposedly, yeah, people say I know a little bit about, little bit about boxing. But for the most part, I've always found, found out the average fan knows a little bit more. They have their own insight. So if you'd like to join us on the toll-free, you can right now. Here's the invite. 1-800-878-7529. The toll-free, once again, 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. You can text us here in the studio. 415-275-1613. This text line, once again, 415-275-1613. Well, we're hours away. Of course, the ESPN battle for the World Junior Welterweight Championship. Check it out tonight. ESPN, it's going to be a battle. Jose Ramirez, of course, and Josh Taylor. We got the UK coming over here. And, of course, the, the Mexican-American Jose Ramirez, a good fighter, undefeated. Josh Taylor, an excellent fighter. This is going to be like a, a coin toss type of fight. You got people leaning one way, people leaning another way, but nobody really coming out and saying, this is what I think is going to happen. So it's a coin toss type of fight, which we need in boxing, of course, to have people tune in and say, who's going to win? Who's going to win? That's what boxing's all about. Not watching some guy get showcased. Of course, Manny Pacquiao and Earl Spence. Manny Pacquiao biting off too much at 42 years old. We'll talk about that. Tyson Fury going to do a uh, Deontay Wilder third fight. Do we really want to see that? Regurgitate it one more time. Bottom line is that's what's happening. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, WBC Boxing TV, Sans the Camera. Hi, 
Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. If you don't know how to do something, don't think that Google can solve everything. Instead, it makes a lot more sense to pay a few hundred dollars or even a few thousand to have an expert who's been successful teach you how to do it. Because even though additional education will cost you money up front, it will more than pay for itself. Free courses are available, but they only scratch the surface. Paying to dig deep into a topic and really learn is the best bet. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. It's Small Business Month, and Dell Technologies and Windows are celebrating your unstoppable drive. Save up to 45% on powerful PCs with Windows 10 Pro to work from anywhere, plus top monitors and docks for the ultimate business setup, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right business tech, server, storage, and cloud solutions at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL for Small Business Month savings. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy, and uh, I just do my best. He always does his best, but at 42 years old, can Manny Pacquiao really step it up and take on a guy by the name of Earl Spence, of course, the undefeated laugh from Texas, current welterweight title holder, of course, undefeated, having... Flipped the car about a year and a half ago, flipped the car a few times at 105 miles per hour, something like that. Flew out of the car, bounced on the ground a few times. Of course, I thought there would be residual effects. They have yet 
to uh, to come to surface because in his last fight he did look okay. Bottom line is Earl Spence and Manny Pacquiao, of course, going to hook it up. Pacquiao now, what's he, 62 and 7, like a couple of draws, 39 KOs, of course, a champion from 112 pounds all the way to 154 pounds. I mean, Manny's done it all. What has Manny not done? Straight up, he hasn't beat a guy like Earl Spence at 42 years old. At that point, at this point in time, we take it to the uh, East Coast and bring in the Bronx Bomber. I'm talking about boxing's PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer. And, and Sock, is that a tall order for Manny Pacquiao? Extremely tall order, especially, like you said, he's 42 years old. Um, you would, it'd be easy. I, I don't think I'd be going out on a limb saying that the best of Manny Pacquiao's career is behind him, you know. But Manny Pacquiao uh, has given a lot to the sport and. I think that I've always feel that great athletes always have that one final bit of magic left in them. And Errol Spence, the Errol Spence fight has come because it was like a last resort. I mean, there's no secret that Manny Pacquiao is, uh, has aspirations of being the president of the Philippines. Uh, originally, he was supposed to fight Conor McGregor. That didn't happen. Uh, Ryan Garcia. They tried with uh, Terrence Crawford. And Errol Spence was hanging around. You know, I, it's probably the least uh, in the payday uh, that he's probably going to get because Errol doesn't have the same magnitude as McGregor and, and, and Garcia, probably. And he's probably the hardest out of all those fights. So it's it's going to be very tall order for Manny Pacquiao. But one that I think that Manny is going to surprise some people. I think he's going to have a good showing uh, on uh, August 21st. I don't think he's going to be a, a walkthrough. You know, you get beat by punches you don't see. Take it from me. And Manny Pacquiao's left cross is a punch that somehow he's able to hide it. I mean, early on, he was a one-trick pony. All he had was the left cross. I mean, the first time against Barrera and things like that early in his career, early in his professional run as a champion, 122, 126 pounds. But from that point forward, Freddie Roy sort of developed in, developed him into a pretty complete fighter. He's got more than just that uh that left cross. He's got a decent jab, and of course, he doubles up on that, and he hooks as well. So, Manny Pacquiao, the complete fighter against a possibly damaged Earl Spence. Earl Spence, of course, 27-0, and 21 KOs. Um, at the end of the day, he still flipped out of that car at, at 115 miles an hour. I mean, the residual effects, they didn't come to play in, in, his, in his last fight, but I'm telling you, man, I just don't, I just, I don't know. Danny Garcia is not Manny Pacquiao. Exactly. Danny Garcia has become the stepping stone for the welterweight division. I mean, he he's there. You know he's going to show up. He's going to punch in the clock. But is he really going to go out and try to win the fight? Uh, his track record says no. And he had moments that he could have stepped on the gas, and, and he was just content to go the distance. He fought a safe fight and lost pretty comfortably. Manny Pacquiao is not going to do that. Uh, you know, he'll either shock the world or go out face first, like the way he did against Marquez. But if you look at Errol Spence's track record, what's his biggest win? When he first beat Kell Brook, Kell Brook had, just like his countryman, uh, Billy Joe Saunders, came off a fractured eye socket. In less than a year, he took that fight. He fought Golovkin in 2016, got busted up, never the same. And then in May of 2017, he, he gets thrown against Errol Spence. In a competitive fight up until a point, and Errol Spence took care of a damaged fighter. Then after that, what's his other big win? Sean Porter. Sean Porter is a, is a very good fighter, but he's not a great fighter by any stretch. And then Chris Algieri, a natural 140-pounder. 
he Errol Spence carried Mikey Garcia, a chubby lightweight, carried you know, him. for twelve rounds. I mean, either that fight was fixed, or Errol Spence is not that good. I'm, I'm going to jump out the window with that. Mm. You know, he 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 was supposed to annihilate Mikey Garcia after after the second or third round. You saw Mikey Garcia had no business being in that ring, and he went twelve rounds. So that's what gives me the the thought that. I, you know, there's no need to fear for Manny Pacquiao's life in this fight, like some people are probably going to say. And he's going to be a live underdog. Okay. Speaking of live underdogs and guys getting you getting you to cross the finish line, where is Alex Ariza when, when Manny Pacquiao needs him? Now, he was suspected of giving Manny suspect milkshakes and all this kind of good stuff. But let's be honest. When he was with Manny, uh, when Manny was with him, he moved up in weight and he was able to beat bigger guys in, in fights that we sort of like were dismayed by well, Alex Ariza, to my knowledge, has never had a fighter test positive. I mean, he also yeah. worked with Amir Khan, and that was Amir Khan's best years with, with Manny Pacquiao. Was were when he was training with Alex Ariza mm-hmm. and Freddie Roach. Um, so, listen, he's forty-two, but he is not the natural. He's not the typical forty-two-year-old with Xbox in his hand eating donuts. Manny Pacquiao is an athlete, you know, and. And he's always in shape. He, now he hasn't. It's going to be about two years between the the Thurman fight and uh, and this one coming up. Uh, I don't know if they still speak. If they're, you know, I know that when the breakup with the reason Freddie Roach happened, uh, Freddie was uh, Manny was started training with. Um, let's get the South African heavyweight. Uh, he's got a gym. Help me out. Uh, I, he, I fought Lennox, he, he fought Lennox Lewis back in the day. I can't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, I know. I uh, keep keep going. Yeah, he was working. Yeah, he was working with him. You know, but I do know that they they still are cordial, and I don't know if he's going to be working with Manny in this fight. Ironically, the last time Ariza and Manny were next to each other, uh, Ariza was working with Floyd Mayweather. You know, so when they fought, so I don't know if that's a factor at all, um, but. Regardless, Manny's going to definitely have to be in the best shape of his career to pull off a historic upset. Okay, speaking of Floyd Mayweather, one of his gifted fighters, talk about uh, Tank Davis, Javante Davis, 24 and zip, 23 KOs, guy that gets in trouble outside the ring, a tad. Um, taking on Mario Barrios, <laughs> Mario Barrios out of Texas, 26 and zip, uh, 17 wax, the WBA champion at 140. They're going to go down on pay-per-view June 26th. I got to ask you, Davis on pay per view and Davis at 140 pounds. Two different questions. Mm. We're going to find out. I mean, Tank is very talented. You know, he seems to be his own worst enemy, um, getting himself in trouble outside the ring. Uh, I don't know much about Mr. Barrios, but I know he's the naturally bigger man and he has a trinket. But uh, so it's, it should be a, a, a very interesting contest. Um, Tank is fighting a guy that's. Bigger, naturally, but Tank is just a super talent, you know, so it, it, I would be shocked if he doesn't beat Barrios. Okay. Um, think, look at the guys from South Africa that Lennox Lewis fought. Franz Botha? No, no. What's this guy's name? Uh, he trained with Freddie Roach, too. Zelko Maverick. Or, 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 is, is he South Africa? Justin, Justin Fortune? For, there you go. Justin Fortune. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He, he's is one he Australian? Of, yeah. I don't, he come, he's, come, he's come up with some magic shakes, too, hasn't he? I, I don't know. I, I have to do a deep dive with him. But, you know, regardless, his best years were with, you know, when it was Team Ariza and, and Freddie Roach. Okay. You know, that's without a doubt. I mean, he ran through Miguel Cotto, Ricky Hatton, Margarito, Flotty, 
Oscar. You know, I mean, he was just historic beatdowns, you know, now. But then again, we're talking about 15 years ago, just about, it seems. Yeah. You know, it was a long, long time ago. You know, I was with Cotto. Tremendous at, wins. I was with Cotto. I think we were in Cartagena, Colombia, and I had him by the by a pool. And we sat down, we were talking. I waited like 25, 30 minutes into the conversation before I brought up Manny Pacquiao. I said, man, I said, how did you, you know, did, did it blow your mind getting beat up by a smaller guy? Because it would have blown my mind because I, I couldn't even fathom it, okay? And he said, looked at me and he goes, yeah, he goes, you know, I've never been hit that hard in my entire life. I mean, whether it was a southpaw stance or the fact that he got hit with punches he didn't see or not, but, you know, Manny Pacoto said he hit the hardest of anybody. Well, speed is power. And Manny has some of the fastest hands we've ever seen, you know, and it's uh he is a he is in the conversation of the all time greats, that's without a doubt. And it's amazing that at forty two that he's taking this type of challenge while the guy that historically has been his contemporary is fighting YouTubers and, and MMA guys uh, so and sixteen year old kickboxers from Japan. You know, I think we can say this he's the greatest representative of boxing since Muhammad Ali. I totally co-signed that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV Sounds, the camera straight up. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Tower to the break. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council. The WBC. We don't back down from nobody. We can take it in the street if you want to. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759 I don't even recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him His addiction I haven't seen him like this Ever Hey look, I I never wanted to start using I I knew the drill But I was out of options I, I just want to tell him It's not your fault There are people out there who can help People who have felt your pain They know what you're going through This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. 
You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Um, how did I get up from the knockdowns? I don't know. Tyson Fury, the world linear heavyweight champion, of course, undefeated, having knocked out uh, Mr. G- G- uh, Mr. Deontay Wilder in the rematch after scoring a somewhat controversial draw the first time around. The bottom line is an arbitrator has ruled in the past week that these guys must beat in the third fight. Usually when boxing gets involved in arbitration, it's always non-binding arbitration. That sort of means you could tell an arbitrator to go jump in the lake if you want, okay? But somehow they got into a binding arbitration. Somebody got smart and put binding arbitration in the contract for as far as their uh, third fight was concerned. Of course, they prevailed this week. I'm talking about Team Wilder. And, of course, they will match They will match up against Tyson Fury in the summertime. Of course, on pay-per-view or on the zone, we haven't figured out where that's going to go. But the bottom line is this third fight is happening. Now, to expect anything different from Deontay Wilder, the third fight, from the second fight or the first fight would be uh, a little bit insane because the bottom line is he probably lost all but a couple of rounds of the 19 they fought together. That being said, we take it back to the East Coast. And, of course, the Bronx Bomber himself, Mr. Socrates Palmer, boxing's Ph.D., Sock, uh, binding arbitration. It hasn't prevailed in boxing in a long time. I was trying to think about the last time an arbitration order prevailed as far as a big fight was concerned because guys are usually able to, usually able to pay guys off, give them like, you know, a few million bucks and they go away. Right. Yeah. I mean, guys do take that step aside money. Um, and I believe Don, Deontay Wilder was involved with one of those, uh, you know, giving, uh, step aside money. I can't remember exactly when. I don't know if it was in the Bremen's Tavern or, or something like that. But um, I am with you. I, I don't think that we're going to see anything different from uh, the previous two fights. I mean, you could definitely make the case that Tyson Fury uh, won both fights, you know, despite the first time not getting the decision. Um, the only reason they fought Tyson Fury the first time was because they thought that he was still a coked up, uh, fat dude with mental health issues, you know, and there was a big surprise waiting. And then when they had the rematch, Tyson Fury gave one of the historic beatdowns in heavyweight history. So I see Deontay Wilder has a new training, a new trainer, uh, 
a buddy of his, Malik Scott, who, by the way, makes Greg Luganis blush with the dive he took in Puerto Rico several years ago. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, I'm, I'm calling this, I mean, that, that was, that was putrid. Now, who did that he take, now, who did, now, time States, out, time out. Who did he take the dive uh-huh. against? Talk about him taking an alleged dive. Who did he take the alleged dive against? The same guy that he's on the internet now holding his pads, uh, Deontay Wilder, Malik Scott, heavyweight from New Jersey, with a very inflated record until he fought somebody and then he caught a first loss. Uh, I think he was it Ryan, uh, Ray Austin. I think he might have fought. Or mm-hmm. anyways, no, you know he's he's getting into the he's getting into Canastota the same way I am buying a ticket. Anyways, so he fights Deontay Wilder in Puerto Rico. On the undercard of Danny Garcia, who Danny got booed out the arena because he got a gift decision against uh, the Mexican fighter. I can't remember him, but he got he took a dive. Most people think, and if that fight happened in the United States in Vegas or whatever, they would have withheld his purse. You know that was egregious. But anyways, so now he's training Malik. Uh, Malik Scott is training Deontay Wilder, and after every excuse from Deontay Wilder's camp about the gloves and, and the suit being too heavy and Mark Breland stopping the fight too soon and then he gets rid of the, his coach from the amateurs. Oh, time out, time what out. You, is, you, mm-hmm. you, you forgot about him putting volumes in the water. Oh, right, 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 right. The volumes in the water. I mean, everything. I mean, it was raining excuses. You know, so now he's training with a friend who's going to keep him in his comfort zone. You know, is he really going to push Deontay Wilder to change anything about him? Come on. I, I don't see that happening. But the one intangible that he has is a, well, not intangible. The one tangible that he has is a tremendous right hand, but he throws it from Mississippi. And I believe Tyson Fury will see that coming. And that's the only way he's got a shot to beat Fury. He is the quintessential one-trick pony. Oh, without a doubt. He is, uh, nope. you know, he, he, he is... I'd, you can make the argument, maybe since Primo Canera. I mean, has there ever been ooh, a less skilled ooh, heavyweight champion? Ooh. Oh, that's, I can't that's, think of anybody. Oh, my God. Man, Deontay Wilder fan club, uh, you're not a president of that one. I can tell. Oh, cool, <laughs> man, to match him up there with Primo Carnera, of course, Primo is alleged to have uh, gotten to the heavyweight championship by default. In other words, the mob sort of fixed a lot of his fights. So I don't know if that's going to really true or not, but the bottom line is this thing. Anyway, I'll go on. Oh, here's a quick question came in from you. Ask Boxing's PhD what he thinks of Virgil Hunter, the trainer, the guy that worked with uh, Andre Ward, and then I'll then I'll jump in. Go on. Uh, well, Virgil Hunter, I, I mean, he had a great run with Andre Ward, and I believe he traded Amir Khan for a little bit. He's a he's a cool cat in that corner. You know, he, he's he's a, he seems like a real teacher. He takes boxing serious. He's not a, a guy that's going to rah-rah, panic in the corner. He seems like a, like a coach that you need in a big fight. And I believe recently he made some comments that he thinks Andre would have had no problems with Canelo Alvarez if they fought. Yeah, well, you're talking about a guy that probably, you know, maxed out at one, I mean, was a was 168 pounder as far as his peak was concerned against a guy that was probably maybe 150 or 160 pounders. So there were size differences, no doubt about that. And size matters and, Everything, of course, including pornography and combat sports. Speaking of tonight, size, two guys going at it, same size, 140-pound champions. Talk about uh, Jose Ramirez, 26 and zip. Of course, Josh Taylor, 
17 is it, the U.K. versus the Mexican-American battling on ESPN, of course, from Las Vegas. Um, what's going to happen here? Wow. You know, I almost feel sorry for these guys because the last 48 hours of news has kind of put them completely in the back burner. But this is an excellent fight. Um, it's really a pick em. Josh Taylor, who who I thought, you know, had one of the upsets of the year when he beat Regis Prograis uh, to win the, um, the tournament. And he's got some pretty good wins. I mean, if you look at his resume, despite only 17 fights, um, it's a... Real, real interesting fight. They're both about the same size. I saw that the weigh-in got a little testy. Apparently, uh, Ramirez's manager said some things on the internet. Josh Taylor didn't take too kindly. Uh, but Ramirez has probably that X factor, which is the punching power. And he's under the tutelage of one of the best coaches right now, uh, Robert Garcia. And I'm leaning towards Garcia, but it really... I mean, I'm leaning towards Ramirez, but it's really a, a coin flip of a fight. It should be one for the ages because they both get hit a lot and both throw a lot of punches. Okay, so uh, and if Tank Davis wins on on in June, June 26th, of course, on pay-per-view against Mr. Barrios, I guess that makes him a player at 140 pounds. But I ask this, are they rushing this fight with Davis at 140 pounds because they think they can't get him down to 130 real quick and they're trying to get a payday in line for possibly jail time or something like that? Or will Floyd buy his way out of this? Of course, Floyd Mayweather uh, writing the checks for Javante Davis. Will he just buy his way out of this, much like John Jones bought his way out of that accident in New Mexico? (laughs) Your guess is as good as mine. Um, I don't think that it will say that Javante Davis will remain at 140. I think it probably see Barrios as the easiest fight at 140, you know, and... I can see Javante jumping back down to 135 because he's really short. You know, I mean, I don't think that it would be wise for him to stay at 140 unless completely, you know, they're avoiding Teofimo Lopez. And But they're both in, like, two different worlds. You know, one's okay. PBC, the other one's top rank Triller. So will they ever hook it up? Probably not while they're in their prime. Short text coming in here for the boxing's PhD. Vasil Lomachenko. Pedro says he hasn't been seen except on milk cartons lately. Is he going to do something soon? Question mark. Yes, he's got a, he's got a good fight coming up um, against a Japanese fighter. Uh, he's going to be, be back on his uh, yeah. Atani's not a uh, is not a chump, you know. He uh, he he knocked think, out the wife killer. He did. He the did. girlfriend uh, killer. He ended Felix Verdejo's boxing career, you know, and Fe- uh, more and ways Felix, than one. And Felix Verdejo ended his own life. Yeah, because he ain't, yeah, got, hey, he ain't never getting now. You should. The Puerto Ricans want to. They want to. You know. You know. Puerto Ricans get serious at the wrestling matches. They think wrestling's real in Puerto Rico. Okay, they sort of got the same thing with 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 uh, Mr. Vidal. They don't want him out. And if he does, they they're gonna they're gonna hurt him. Yeah, no, I, I think his his safest spot may be in jail. You know, maybe in prison <laughs> in Puerto you know, Rico. But, yes. Yeah, and, and and truthfully, you know, you hope that he's put under the jail. You know, he's a scumbag. Bottom line is, I want to mention this real quick before we go. June 13th, uh, of course, the day that Harold Letterman passed, Mr. Espedito Martinez passed on the same day. I just want to mention that. Harold was a class act. I miss him, man. Nobody will ever replace oh. Harold Letterman, will they? Oh, no. He is synonymous with HBO boxing and one of the nicest men you ever wanted. You, you would have had the pleasure of meeting. 
Boxing right, only Pete. PhD Socrates Palmer live on Sports Byline and WBC Boxing TV. This is Ring Talk. your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amounts you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived to paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. You're listening to Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Right here on Sports Byline. I'll be right. You gonna run the Walmart? <laughs> 5.30. It's Saturday night and 
Ray Charles Leonard giving me a bad time in Florida about jogging with him in the morning because there was no jogging with Sugar Ray. It was all about running. I mean, we ran for the first two and a half miles in a good, decent pace. I said to myself, yeah, I can keep up with his ass here. Ray, you ain't all that much, right? Then the last half mile came in the two and a half mile park. He took off in a sprint and he sprinted so fast. I mean, he disappeared from sight and they had a van following us, right? So the van just left me and went with the star. I, was, I couldn't even see the van anymore. I'm telling you, that's how far that Ray Lander, how, how much of a distance Ray Lander put between me and the finish line for that last half mile. So what I'm trying to say is that the greatest welterweight in the history of boxing, of course, Ray Charles Leonard, born after his namesake, Ray Charles, according to his mother. Um, he turned, what, 64 years old this week, uh, This week, of course, his birthday. Bottom line is, Ray was, as I said, the greatest welterweight of all time, and people are going to kill me as far as these old-time boxing purists and this and that, but he'd have beat Sugar Ray Robinson. I mean, he'd have beat, he would have beat Walker Smith Jr., the man bought Walker Smith. I mean, Ray Robinson was, was fast, and he was unique for his time and this and that, but he wasn't all that fast and unique to the 80s, what I'm trying to say is if he'd have come around 40 years later, I'm not trying to say he wouldn't be champion. I'm trying to say that Ray Leonard would beat Sugar Ray Robinson. That's just how the way I look at it. Bottom line is, um, I think Ray, Ray Leonard was greater than Ray Robinson. People say to me, you're out of your mind, but that's just the way I see it. Anyway, uh, it's time to talk about, of course, Ernie Terrell. Ernie Terrell, and it came into the news this week, of course, Ernie Terrell, the former uh, heavyweight title holder of the WBA for a minute. Of course, Muhammad Ali and him had that fight where he in the Houston Astrodome where Ernie said he was going to call him Cassius Clay. He said, why do you want to call me Cassius Clay when my name is Muhammad Ali? He says, I'm going to call you Clay. I'm going to call you Clay. And, of course, Ali, through all throughout the fight, kept saying, what's my name? As he pounded on this man like a bongo drum, probably one of the most um, mean performances. I mean, it was just mean, mean performances by Muhammad Ali ever in his career. Of course, Ernie Terrell uh, retiring at 46-9. and nine. Lost to Chuck Wettner and Jeff Merritt in his last two fights, 46-9, 21 KOs. Got stopped the two times. The reason why I bring up Ernie Terrell is that Ernie, of course, disrespected Muhammad Ali, went into depth, disrespected him. And at the end of the day, I had him in, in Canasota, uh, New York, the International Boxing Hall of Fame in the 1990s. And, of course, he was there with Jimmy Ellis. Jimmy Ellis, a former WBA heavyweight title holder and, of course, a, a uh, sparring partner of Muhammad Ali as well. Jimmy Ellis was trying to sing. Jimmy couldn't hold a note. Jimmy was like me and Scott Cuddy. He couldn't hold a note if you put it in an envelope and put it in his hand. You just, I mean, that's just the way it is. We, we can't sing, okay? But he couldn't sing a lick. But Ernie Terrell was there. And the trail was telling me the reason why I, you know, kept telling Muhammad Ali that his name was Cassius Clay was I never thought that I never it never entered my mind the possibility the remote I never thought about him beating me I just I was so much bigger than him I could never imagine him beating me well of course Ali beat him like like a drum for fifteen rounds at the end of the day Ernie Trail learned but he learned the hard way now somebody has shot me another text Virgil Hunter what do I think of Virgil Hunter I think Virgil Hunter's a a good corner man I don't know how good of a trainer is of course he had the he had the anointed great one I'm talking about Andre Ward. I mean, Andre Ward, I think, would have excelled just about with any trainer. That's how special Andre was and is. I mean, even though the 2000, what, 2004 Olympic gold medals told me he'd be out of boxing by the year 2012, now he's teasing a possible comeback fight with Canelo Alvarez, saying that he could beat Alvarez, blah, 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 blah. And I think the the key to, um, if this fight was to happen, I think that Canelo and those guys would bring Andre Ward down to 168 pounds. Of course, you would only have to have, you would, you would want to have one or two re- uh, setup fights and setup fights. Uh, tune-up fights as far as Andre Ward's concerned in order to be in the best condition. But the way Team Canelo and these guys will want to put it, according to Hector Martinez, of course, him being the former boxing manager of Roberto Duran, so he knows a little bit about the boxing business, he would say that, no, 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 Team Canelo say one fight, 
with us at 168 pounds. You get down to 168 pounds and we'll do it. So that's what's happening as far as that fight is concerned. Now, I do want to mention the fact that Andre Ward looks a lot different on television for the past couple of months than he did about six months ago. Six months ago, he looked like Andre Ward eating a lot of cupcakes. And in like in the last few weeks, in the last few broadcasts you see him on ESPN and the like, he looks pretty trim. He looks pretty tall, uh, pretty trim. So what I'm trying to tell you is he is coming back, no doubt. I think he's coming back. Anyway, he wants that kind of money. I mean, he could make more money in a in a uh, in a Canelo fight if they split up the money the right way and he gets a good cut. Then he can make. Then he made his entire career. Because let's be honest, Andre Ward never reached the peak and the heights that I thought he was going to reach. I mean, yes, he was undefeated. Yes, he was a champion in two divisions, 168 pounds and 175 pounds. And, of course, the first Kovalev fight, a bit shaky, but he came back and he he, he beat the snot out of Kovalev in the rematch. So he, he definitely showed that he was a dominant of the two, two, two athletes. And, of course, and then he called it a day. Of course, this is a guy that's got a, a, um, a cadaver's ACL. That's your uh, anterior Khrushchev ligament that's in your leg. Okay, and he's got a cadaver's. In other words, he ripped it out. Because Andre used to do all kinds of crazy stuff training. He would pull cars and push cars around parking lots and push trucks around parking lots, that kind of stuff. Anyway, he tore his Achilles tendon, and they replaced it with the, the Achilles tendon of a dead man. Uh, you know, they, they, they do this kind of stuff. Anyway, he's like the $6 million man. So he's been put back together by a doctor's time and again. I think he had some shoulder problems, some knee problems, some hand problems. So Andre Ward is like the $6 million man. But the bottom line is he can make a lot more than $6 million if he was to come back and fight Canelo Alvarez. That's just the way I see it. Straight up, I really see it that way. Do I think he's coming back? If he can work the numbers out with Canelo, he will come back. There's no way he's going to turn that kind of money down. Hey, I want to mention this. Somebody asked me uh, last week who I thought was the greatest manager in all of boxing. Well, you know, boxing managers are all different. Shelly Finkel, of course, the guy that had the 1984 Olympic boxing team. Uh, he had a lot of stars, so he probably was going to go south with that with that kind of uh, talent, no doubt about that. But there was a guy in Las Vegas that ran a jeweler. He was Elvis Presley's jeweler. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is I've got a friend of mine named Rooster. We call him Elvis. And he was asking about, about Elvis this week. And I said, okay, I'll talk about Elvis on the show. Anyway, Alex Freed was... Was Elvis's jeweler, and Alex would run the uh, would run the jewelry shop. It was called the Jeweler, and they had four or five different locations in Las Vegas. And the one location in which Elvis frequented was in the lobby of the Hilton Hotel because Elvis had the penthouse in the Hilton Hotel. Of course, that was the place where Elvis put aluminum foil over the windows to sort of make it always dark and that kind of good stuff. So, you know, because he slept in the daytime and and he, and he and he partied at night. Anyway, after Elvis would have a show, he would pick some chick out of the crowd. I'm not kidding you either. He would pick some young lady out of the crowd they would go by go to his room and you know blah 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 and the next day he would take them down to take her down to alex freed's um jewelry shop and he would buy her a you know a bracelet a diamond bracelet like you know something like eight ten grand he said uh alex told me that he never spent less than 10 grand on a girl so i guess that's what he basically that's prost you know you're paying for tricks that elvis was giving these girls ten thousand dollar gifts after having sex with them at the las vegas hilton anyway the reason i'm also bringing this up is that alex freed was a guy in world war ii of course he was a, a a jew and he was put into a concentration camp and he told talked to me about that i saw the numbers on his arm we used to drive around las vegas in his old like 19 i want to say 1985 19, that's the late 1980s, uh, Cadillac Seville. 
And we used to drive around in his old Seville with the air conditioning on, of course, and he always used to have it low. Why do you have your car low, Alex? But he did. He had his car low, you know, like the second gear instead of drive. Anyway, that's, that was Alex Free. But he had the numbers on his arm, and he talked to me about, you know, being in a concentrated the concentration camp. Never thought he'd ever get out. Had some relatives die in the same concentration camp that he survived. So he was, like, lucky to do that. And then when I met him, he was doing, obviously, uh, the jeweler thing. And then Elvis had passed, and he was still running the jewelers in Las Vegas. But he found himself another another avenue of uh, a recreation that was beyond boxing manager and a boxing promoter he called it AF Productions or AF Promotions down there in Las Vegas. Of course, a lot of guys got upset because Alex didn't care if he made any money or not. In other words, you know, it didn't matter. He's a jeweler. He'd write it off. It was all listen. A lot of times. People say to me, you know, that guy's losing money. Yeah, but his guy's making money somewhere else. In other words, if a guy's making money as a mortgage broker, making big money as a mortgage broker, he can afford to lose money as a boxing promoter. That's just the way it does. And that's the way it goes down in a lot of a lot of sports, no doubt about it, a lot of business. But at the end of the day, Alex Free was a hero to me. And I do want to bring up, I thought he was like the greatest manager ever. Why? Because he survived those concentration camps and, and he, he paid fighters good money. I mean, it wasn't... Alex wasn't one of those guys that he had to have his cut this and that. I mean, he really, really reached out for the fighters. So I really want to give him some props. I'm glad I was able to do that. Manny Pacquiao, Earl Spence, getting some uh, texts in here. I got three or four texts here. Mm, okay. Of course, they're going to hook it up August the 21st. I wish Manny Pacquiao the best. Of course, he's got to get himself in top condition. 42 years old. He always comes, always comes in shape. Earl Spence, the guy that flipped that car about a year and a half ago. Um, I'm just not a big Spence fan. I don't know why. And, you know, being a guy that knows a little bit about cannabis, I always get, Spence always looks like he's buzzed to me. Mm. I kid you not. He always looks like he's a little bit buzzed. Anyway, uh, I think he's buzzed from the car accident. I just do. I don't think that's a tough way to go. You get flipped out of a car 105 miles per hour. I don't think you ever recover as far as your um, – I think there will always be residual effects from that car accident. Now, it's Manny Pacquiao's job to, to exploit that. In other words, to hit him on the chin or to hit him a couple of times with shots that he doesn't see and then discombobulate Mr. Spence. That'll be the key to the fight. If he can hit Spence a couple of times with shots that he doesn't see and shake him up, he can move in and go for the kill. And, you know, one nine out of ten times, a little Filipino, when he's rocking and rolling, baby, and throwing combinations in, 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 in succession, he gets you. He's heavy-handed, no doubt about that. I mean, at the end of the day, what is he, 62 and 7, 39 KOs, a couple of draws, you can't take away from his performances. You really can't. I mean, I tried to, I picked against him. I mean, Hector and I would bet and, and I would like Ricky Hatton, Ricky Hatton's going to kill him. You know, Ricky Hatton couldn't lick a snap if you wet his tongue. And I knew that, but it was size. I was always going with size because size matters in two things, pornography and combat sports. So I figured for sure the size was going to prevail here. And I kept saying, you know, he's, he's moving up the weight. He's fighting bigger guys because I just couldn't imagine a guy personally, me, myself, I couldn't imagine a guy coming from 107 pounds or, or, or 170 pounds as a pro and like 18, 19 years old and then fighting me later on at 147 pounds and being of the same size, being of the same body mass, being able to compete. But not only was, was he able to compete, he was able to smoke those guys like New York City Bloods. I mean, man, he, I mean, Kodo. I mean, yikes, man. He tore apart Margarito. I mean, Margarito, of course, coming off the, the uh, plaster of Paris hand pads and that kind of good stuff. But he tore apart Margarito. Nobody was dispatching Mr. Margarito, whether it was the hand pads or not. He was a tough foe, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, Manny Pacquiao has to be recognized, I think, as the greatest fighter of the past, of, since Ali. I mean, if you want to say Ali, what? Ali retired in 1980, 1981. But the last 
the greatest fighter thus far and at the latter stages of the 21st century and the uh, 20th century and the early parts of the 21st century. I mean, you can't compare his resume to Floyd Mayweather and, and, and say that Floyd's a better fighter. I mean, Floyd's fought a lot of guys and Floyd's made a lot of money and Floyd beat Manny Pacquiao, but much like Mike Tyson, and I feel the same way. I would want to, I, I mean, there's no, there's no Floyd Mayweather fights I want to see again. I mean, I don't want to see him again. It would be like eating a sandwich over and over again. You, you don't want to eat the sandwich. The, you don't want to throw the sandwich up and then eat it again, regurgitate and eat it again. You don't want to do that. That's what you, So you don't watch Mayweather fights again. But you watch Manny Pacquiao fights, even if it was him getting flattened by Juan Manuel Marquez. Of course, I mean, the third fight, of course, Marquez was offered $100 million to come back and fight Manny Pacquiao a fourth time. Allegedly, and he turned it down. But Hector, uh, speaking of Hector, I'm giving him some props today. But Hector brought up the fact that Larry Merchant said on this show that uh, <laughs> that Juan Manuel Marquez for that third fight with um, Manny Pacquiao, that he had, quote, new muscles, end of quote. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he did have new muscles, no doubt about that. But he was a winner that night, and he's been a winner throughout, 62-7, and seven, of course. Wow. Earl Spence crossed the ring. Earl Spence, a taller guy, five foot nine, probably about five foot five. His Manny Pacquiao, so he's going to give up about three or four inches in height. He's got uh, a left-hander he's going against, but then again, Manny Pacquiao's a left-hander. So who knows, you know, when two left-handers go at it, it's not too often that they do that. But when two left-handers go at it, it's a little bit unusual for both guys. So you usually get to figure things out. And I told you, fighting a left-hander, even if you're left-handed, is um, stressful. I just tell you that you don't see the punches coming. You just don't. I mean, when Ernie Chavez hit me on that, hit me on the chin at the Las Vegas uh, Showboat Hotel down there for the National Golden Gloves in 1984, I didn't see the punch. But it was the hardest I've ever made it outside of my mother. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Check out the WBC website, wbcboxing.com. All kinds of good stuff, cool stuff on that website. He must know that I'm not like no other fighter. I can give it, and I can take it. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Well, I have to talk to my lawyer on that one. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades... 
help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-